This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. RestoringTheFaith.com Ah, yeah. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. We're going around the world today on Parrot Talk. We're starting in the heart of America where I am. But we won't stop there. No siree. Oh, it's time to hit all the stories. All the news that you have been waiting to talk about. Ten AM Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Mike Barrett here. This is the Crusade Channel, and we are always on air and always online. Yes, sir. so time. It is so time, ladies and gentlemen. It's timely, and it's time. All right, all right, all right. Let's get to it. I am just so happy this morning. Do you know why? Today is the third day of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2023. It is Friday, but I am so, so happy. Because Sam Bankman Freed was found guilty on all seven criminal fraud counts. Bankman Freed, goodbye. You are now facing 115 years. In prison. You Jewish Ukrainian money laundering you. You didn't get away with it. You're the government's fall guy. You thought you were so smart when they made you a billionaire. They're taking it all away. Never do a deal with the feds, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, don't do it. We actually do have it, and what Kate has, it is reportable. Kate Rooney. Sam Bankman-Fried, guilty on all seven counts of fraud and conspiracy. Confirmed here, Brian. That is confirmed. Sam Bankman-Fried found guilty in his criminal trial. Fraud and conspiracy. I'll read you the counts here. Count one, wire fraud for FTX customers. Wire fraud. Guilty of that. Count two, conspiracy to commit wire fraud on FTX customers. Guilty there. Wire fraud here for lenders. Count mm. four is conspiracy to commit wire, wire fraud for lenders. We also hear 
Brian have count five conspiracy to commit securities fraud, conspiracy to commit commodities fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Guilty on all seven counts there, Brian. Ooh, I feel like we should celebrate one more time. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bankman freed that crazy, weird, shaking billionaire guy propped up by the U.S. government, taken down by the U.S. government. The government giveth and the government taketh away, ladies and gentlemen. Blessed be the government. Yes, that's how the feds work. That is exactly the country in which we live, where a guy like Sam Bankman-Fried, hideous as he is, you know, he was living with like nine other people. They didn't believe in like private property. He just bought this giant house and had 10 people living in it. And who knows what the heck they were doing in there. They have admitted that it wasn't always wholesome. These people are sick. They were taking in people's money. They were laundering it through cryptocurrency, sending it into Ukraine Zelensky is off the Christmas card list, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this actually means. This is a shot fired into Eastern Europe. This is the Fed saying, hey, Zelensky, the honeypot is empty for you. We're sorry. We got to send everything over to Bibi Netanyahu. You're like a second-class citizen now. Good luck with that whole Russia thing. Is that still even going on? We're not, we're barely, we're not even paying attention, barely monitoring it. That's what's happening right now. That's what the, that's the significance of this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am just not a crypto guy. I really am not. I'm just not. I don't know. I I know some of you out there, you're like, oh, well, it's good. It's an anonymity. It's a good alternative to the currency. The currency is bad. Look, nobody believes in the putrid, putrid corrupted, worthless worthlessness of the dollar than I do. Nobody knows how bad our currency is like I do, in my opinion. I have never met anybody who actually understands it and, and loathes it as much as I do. But nevertheless, I don't think that cryptocurrency is the place to go. It's not the safe place. It's not the safe haven that you think it is. It's a honeypot. What's a honeypot? Well, let me tell you what a honeypot is, ladies and gentlemen. A honeypot is when a hacker sort of tricks you into giving up information or money because you think you're you know, you're tempted. It's like when somebody simulates uh, being. No, this is not the African prince from you know wherever that needs ten thousand dollars to give you a million. Uh, well, actually, it kind of is. Kind of is that. It's similar to that. It is very similar to that. That's a honey pot. Honey pot. But they're getting more and more sophisticated. Because who invented cryptocurrency? Who invented Bitcoin? Who invented this distributed ledger system? Oh, we don't know. It just was gifted to us by some anonymous altruistic genius inventor i see what were what were his initials nsa i i got gotcha. you 
I understand. No, you're right. You're right. This is a great thing. The government giveth and the government giveth, taketh away. Blessed be the feds. Here's what, here's what, here's what is actually happening here in the crypto marketplace. I, this is not a live look. This isn't a, I'm not studying it to the, well, the last 30 days, the trending has been this and that. And, you know, Stellar Lemons is doing this and XRP, Ripple. No, I'm not doing that. Here's what I'm doing. I am here to tell you that gold is surging. It is outperforming the stock market. And this is an embarrassment to a fiat nation. You cannot have a fake monopoly currency in full effect when gold is outperforming everything else, when it is the top asset class. That is an embarrassment to the fiat currency, and it is a visual and public exposure of the fraud. So what do you do about it? You have to suppress the price of gold. All right, how have they done that? Well, they've done that over time by supplying gold to the markets, to the currency markets, to the, to the commodity markets. The government has been selling down its gold supply in order to artificially reduce the price of gold. The gold to the U.S. dollar ratio is probably something that Janet Yellen watches multiple times a day. She probably has special alerts set up. She's got a command center, a financial command center, where they are watching this thing at all times. What happens when the United States government runs out of gold, you ask? What happens when there's no gold left to suppress the price of gold in the open exchange? Well, that's a big problem. It's a good thing that uh, our dear friend, uh, who's anonymous, but his initials are NSA, came up with a, another place for people to put money, an alternative to gold. In fact, you don't have to buy gold anymore, ladies and gentlemen, because gold is cumbersome. It's hard. It's hard to keep. You have to have a safe, and then you're worried about someone taking it, and then if you lose it, there's no proof that you ever had it. You don't want all that drama. Just whip out your supercomputer from your front right pocket. Get yourself... a Coinbase account, or call up, call up Bankman Freed. Get on his exchange. Get on the FTX exchange. Get yourself an FTX account and transfer, transfer your wealth, your assets, into this new thing called cryptocurrency. It's simultaneously in these new charges it's, now. What is this? It's simultaneously an investment. Don't you love it when your browser just starts yapping at you? Silence! I didn't tell you to speak!
Transfer your money into uh, ones and zeros. And we'll put them on a distributed ledger. Don't you worry. It's all anonymous, which means that you can get it anytime because we know it's you. Oh, really? Isn't that a contradiction of terms? Silence. It's just too complicated. You can't understand it. Just, just buy the Bitcoin. Mine them. Mine the Bitcoins. There are only so many that can be allowed to exist. Oh, really? What's that number? Well, we're not sure. Who set the number? Well, Mr. NSA did. Oh, okay. So how many are out, out, outstanding right now and float? Um, about like 20%, maybe 25% of the total allowed. Okay, so where are the other 75%? Not sure. It's all anonymous. We don't know where they are. Right. So what do I do with this Bitcoin? Well, you can buy it, and then you can keep your money in it. Just don't buy gold, okay? Stock market's fine. Debt market is okay. Real estate, fine. Annuities, okay. Whole life insurance, do that. But if you have anything left over, don't buy gold because gold is just, this is like gold. It's digital gold. Don't buy the gold. If you buy the gold, the price of the gold will go up. And then if the price of gold goes higher and higher, it exposes the weakness of our fake fiat money. So the honeypot system was designed by Mr. NSA, to take all that wealth into another asset class, a brand new asset class, cryptocurrency designed to divert capital from gold and silver into anything else, literally a figment of your imagination. And you'll say, well, it's not entirely imaginative, imaginary. It's not imaginary money in the same way that the fiat currency is. Oh, really? Why not? Well, because unlike the fiat currency, they can't just mine Bitcoin forever. I see. So you're saying that there's scarcity to it. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. There's scarcity to the Bitcoins. So there can only be so many Bitcoins out there. And if you have one then no one else can have that one. Really? Really? Okay. So where's the other 75% of the float? Where's it at? Well, uh, it's privately held. By whom? We don't know. So what happens when Mr. NSA, who has those 75%, he just starts selling them? What happens when he floods the Bitcoin market with Bitcoin? Isn't that sort of a way of printing new Bitcoin, mining new ones, if you're just holding on to them for 15 years and then suddenly you slowly release them quantitatively, let's say. Let's just call it quantitative easing for instructional purposes only. I mean, that's just a phrase that came to my mind. I'm not sure why. Would that drive down the price of Bitcoin? Well, uh, according to supply and demand, it probably would. And then what happens? Well, then investors would buy more of it because it's relatively cheap. It's a great asset class. I see. So what are they not buying when they're buying Bitcoin? Well, they're not buying something else. Like what? This is how the, the monetary system has... And now they're talking about your, the, the digital currency for the USSA, United Socialist States of America, usury, sodomy, and abortion. 
Oh my goodness. And Bankman Freed is the latest hero to zero. He he's going from hero to zero. Propped up by the three-letter agencies, taken down by those three-letter agencies. Here he thought he was doing the right thing. I sent all the money laundering wires. I sent all the wires to Zelensky that you told me to. Well, today we're calling that fraud. Wire fraud, actually. Today, we're not happy about that. Back when we wanted you to do it a year ago, that was no problem. Bankman freed. No problem, Mr. Bankman freed. But now it is a problem. Because the house always wins. And there will not be any fingerprints on the weapon. The powers that shouldn't be will not be credited with this incredible transfer of your wealth. The massive global money laundering scheme accruing largely to the benefit of Vladimir Zelensky himself personally. The, the USSA wants to keep their fingerprints off the murder weapon. And now Lloyd uh, Bankman Freed, he's the fall guy. Suddenly he's called the crypto creep on Drudge Report. This is a guy, he was like a darling of Hollywood. Everybody loved him. He was an expert. He was brought onto television to opine about various things. Sorry, Samuel. Samuel Bankman Freed. the 31-year-old son of two Stanford legal scholars and graduate of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Wire fraud. Amongst other things, 115 years. Now, the question is, will he be sentenced and all that stuff? I don't know. I don't know if, in the end, the feds won't make a deal with him that says, okay, now we got you. You think you're going to jail for 115 years, so maybe you want to do a deal with us, Sam. Maybe you want to just commit suicide. Because you know too much. Or maybe you just want to disappear. Maybe you want to disappear for a little bit. Make yourself scarce. Um, That's... Probably what's happening behind closed doors. Bankman freed the thief, uh, the used car salesman, probably going to take a plea deal or some kind, or probably going to take some kind of reduced sentence in exchange for committing suicide, something to that effect. It's not going to be memorialized in some legal written document. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. They can't, you know, the cam, you know, the cameras that they were supposed to have had on like Epstein's cell and Maxwell, the cameras are going to mysteriously turn off just like how the iron dome mysteriously turned off right when uh, Gaza kicked off. The little red lights are going to go out. The conversations are going to happen and it's, it's yeah, 
it's going to be an interesting time for Mr. Uh, Bankman Freed. All right, we got more to get to here on this uh, illustrious program. We have got to do the rest of the world and the rest of the stories. I don't want to talk about Mike Johnson every day, but uh, this guy says stuff. He says stuff sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, man, it's kind of... We need to make him Catholic. Let's talk about Mike Johnson and getting him into the Catholic Church. The backside of this break. Don't go anywhere. Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel. This is live talk radio the way it should be. Always on air, always online. Don't move the dial. You don't even move the dial. This is digital. Don't click off. Don't click on anything. Control your thumbs for one second. Be right back. Oh, yeah. I am just in a joyful mood today. Could it be that it's Friday? Could it be that the crypto creep is facing 115 years in jail? I just don't know what it is, ladies and gentlemen, but we are on a roll today. Gotta go around the world. This is the show where on Fridays, we take you from Parrotville in the center of the country and we just discuss whatever the heck we want to discuss. We go around the world from ice wall to ice wall across the flat pancake. We can go counterclockwise or clockwise. It doesn't matter to me. I love it. I just love it. I told you I was going to talk about Mike Johnson. I'll do it. If you want, I'll do it. I'll talk about Mike Johnson. I don't mind. I don't mind. Mike Johnson has correctly identified the reason for the fall of the Roman Empire. Do you want to know what that is? House Speaker Mike Johnson blamed the fall of the Roman Empire on homosexual behavior. Faggotry! This audio clip shows this is breaking news on Yahoo. Many historians, those who are objective, would look back and recognize and give some credit to the fall of Rome to not only the deprivation of the society and the loss of morals, but also to the rampant homosexual behavior that was condoned by the society. Johnson told a radio host in 2008, (laughs) This man, this man will be primed. He will be primed for the presidency. Should something unfortunate happen to usurper in chief Joe Biden and heals up Harris, 
<laughs> Can you imagine having a president of the United States who says, yeah, Rome fell because of, well, sodomy. This guy gets more based every single day. Look, I know he's I know he's got the Achilles heel with the dispensationalist Zionist Israel thing. That's what got him the money. That's what got him elected. That's what got him the donors. That's what put him where he is. Maybe he's just using them. I don't know. I can't go that far. I wish I could go that far. I can't go that far. Johnson, quote, closely collaborated with a now defunct group that promoted so-called LGBT conversion therapy, a widely debunked practice of attempting to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity through prayer, counseling, or other means. It's called Exodus International, controversial ex-gay organization, featured in a Netflix documentary called Pray Away. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. At least he knows that the uh, S in USA stands for sodomy. I don't know if he knows anything about usury. I doubt it. And he's pretty good on abortion. If we can just get two of the three evils eliminated out of our country, wouldn't that be something? That'd be interesting. I'd be interested in that. Are you tired of this background song yet? Because I am just not. I am just not tired of it. Let's go to... How about Matt Gates? Can we go to Gates? I like Matt Gates, Not in an unqualified way. I gave you his whole biography one time. How he was groomed for this and whatever. And how he's, you know, whatever. You need, Matt Gates ain't scared. Sometimes he says stuff that is just going to get him offed. And I don't know how he gets away with it. Yeah, and let's uh, let's not uh, pull any punches here, Jason. It's not just Chuck Schumer. It's Mitch McConnell as well. There's no light between Chuck Schumer's position on lashing Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan, whatever else you could think of together, and what Mitch McConnell's view is on that very subject. So they want to use what I think is a natural inclination of Americans to stand with Israel and to support a land that's got a 4,000-year connection to our faith they want to they use that to get support for Ukraine, which otherwise wouldn't exist. And then we just saw recently Lindsey Graham say that it's entirely uh, partisan for us to demand pay-fors for foreign aid to Israel. Now, I don't think that's partisan. I just think that's logical, that if you're going to send $14 billion somewhere, Americans shouldn't have to suffer a, a diminished value of our money to accomplish that goal, we should make cuts somewhere else. And after the Inflation Reduction Act from Joe Biden, the IRS grew from a budget of about 12 billion a year to 80 billion a year. And so Mike Johnson's proposal is to take the 14 billion for Israel right out of the hide of the IRS. And Lindsey Graham calls that partisan. I think it's just smart budgeting. So when you're willing to do what you did to Kevin McCarthy. You're willing. I, I lob you a softball. Take a take Chuck Schumer's head off, and you go. No, no. Let me tell you about Mitch McConnell. You're, you're putting. I, I love it, but you're putting a bullseye on yourself. How 
you know, concern? How much prayer do we need to be sending your way? Because these types of victories come at a price. And, and, and I'm sure you're aware of that, that, you know, people want no, retribution right. for what you pulled off. <laughs> sure. And you know what? So, I, I, I get it. You're right. You could get in these fights. And even with when you win them, you could come out out with a scratch or a scar or an eye poked out and you got to keep going. I've been in Congress for seven years. I was a state lawmaker six years before that. I never really held my tongue in either of those positions. And one thing I've learned, Jason, you come out of some of these fights. Sure, you can be scratched or cut up a little bit. But from that, you grow calluses and grit and strength. And time and again, as long as you're fighting for the right things, for the people to be able to have clear access to the decision making in government, I think the people ultimately reward that. But I've made a career not just reading the talking points from my political party, because frankly, it's not red team versus blue team here anymore. Oftentimes it's the establishment of both parties against the rest of us. Oh, snap! Truth bomb! Oh, my goodness. One elected official saying it's not red versus blue. It's not left versus right. That damn Republican. It's not progressive or conservative. It is the establishment versus you. It is the establishment versus you. It's the elites versus everybody else. Now, I don't know if I don't know how sincerely held any of these beliefs are. From Mr. Gates. I don't know if he has any sincerely held beliefs, to be honest. I don't know if he's a political opportunist. I really don't. What I do know, what I do know, is that his gambit, his adventure uh, to dethrone Kevin McCarthy was a win-win for him. And so far, it's been a win. There was a, He could only win by that gambit. When he took out Kevin McCarthy and sent the Republican Party into three weeks of chaos, there was no downside for him. Either the Republican Party would come back and produce someone better, in which case he'd be thanked, or they would produce somebody who was who was worse, in which case he'd be vindicated in his argument that the swamp always wins. So it didn't matter who became speaker. Matt Gates took the win. He's got a huge W seared into his forehead right now. And he knows it. And that's why now he's taking a more populist approach because he's got a huge w the conservatives trust him and he's trying to broaden his base watch out for what matt gates does next who knows who knows if he doesn't enter the trump administration 47th president of the united states 45 47 how does that work well it's happened a couple times hey I told you the <laughs> I told you the other day. I just want to say it one more time. General Eric Smith is the commandant of the Marine Corps. And a federal court in Florida found that he was unjustly targeting service members who had objected to 
the COVID vaccine. In other words, if you had said, hey, I have a I have a I need a religious accommodation. I have an objection to the COVID vaccine. I don't want to take it. Okay, what's your objection? Well, my objection is that I'm pro-life and that the vaccine was developed with aborted fetal cells. My other objection is that uh, it hasn't been studied. It could do grave harm to my body. I have a duty to respect my body. I only get one. Okay, well, what's your religion? Christian. Oh, you're a Christian? Denied. Get the shot or get out. Get the shot or get charged. In my case, I was charged. In my case, I was charged with disobeying a lawful order. It's in my service record. I disobeyed a lawful order, ladies and gentlemen, because I said, I'm not taking the shot, General Smith, because I don't want to have a heart attack. I literally put that into my package. It is codified in my service record. Part of my 12-page religious accommodation request, I said, young men are dying of heart attacks. And I'm not going to do that. Well, the guy who didn't want any of us to avoid heart attacks has himself just had a heart attack. Triple facts, Commandant of the Marine Corps, General Eric Smith, is lying in a hospital bed right now, suffering a heart attack. Now, this man does CrossFit. He's in exceptionally good shape. He has his personal trainer. His meals are prepared for him and portioned out. He's like, he's treated like an NFL player. How did this heart attack happen? Gee whiz! This came out of nowhere. We have no idea why triple vaxxed General Eric Smith, the Commandant of the Marine Corps, is laying in bed clutching his chest. We just don't get to know how or why that happened. I think it's just, look, I'm not celebrating it. I don't want anyone to have a heart attack. I just think it's poetic justice. That's all. It's poetic justice. This man went out of his way. A, a federal court determined that he went out of his way to target Catholics, Christians in the Marine Corps. Not one Christian or Catholic in the Marine Corps was granted a religious accommodation. Not one. We do know that non-Christians were granted religious accommodations from the COVID-1984 vaccine. This man loves vaccines more than anybody uh, who's ever worn the uniform. He loves them so much that he's willing to take a myocarditis for it. The Marine Corps was left leaderless. As I told you the other day, well, they finally just filled that void. They always elect or appoint an aviator to the deputy commandant. So they'll put a ground guy as the commandant, usually an infantry officer, sometimes an artillery guy. The Marine Corps is almost never led by an aviator, but the number two gets to be an aviator. That's the, kind of like the unspoken tradition. So, I see a guy with wings. He's just been confirmed by the Senate. That was being held up by Tommy Tuberville 
in Alabama over the abortion thing. Boy do, boy, do these people love abortion and they love vaccines. And they probably love the vaccine because it has something to do with abortion. It's like a two-for-one deal for them. Man, did they go out of their way to ruin the lives of people who just were not going to comply. Just not going to do it. Well, that's okay. I'm sure, I'm sure China t- uh, took all the vaccines, too. So when, it t- when it's time to fight China on the battlefield, both sides will just collapse from heart attacks, and then the war will just be over. That's probably what's going to happen, right? Um, where else can we go? In our final... Mo- <laughs> Should I do it? In our final moments of the show, I need to celebrate something with you, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. I need to take you into a place that we have just not spent a lot of time on. It's a place called Fabulous Ferndale. Do you know where Fab? Do you know this place, Fabulous Ferndale? I bet you do. I bet you've heard of Fabulous Ferndale. Fabulous Ferndale is one of those places where you don't really want to go there. You really just don't want to go there because you're just not sure <laughs> what's going to happen to you when you're there. <laughs> you just... Ay, ay, ay. Okay, let's get the music back on. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't celebrate when people have hard times. But on this Friday morning... On the third day of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2023. I am just surrounded by poetic justice. It's everywhere. The poetic justice is everywhere for me. Everywhere I look. When I look in the Pentagon, I see... Heart attacks happening to... The COVID officers, the COVID generals. When I look in fabulous Ferndale, I see layoffs. You heard it here first. More layoffs are coming. The strategic meeting is happening sometime next week. Certain things have already leaked out. Employees of Church Maleficent are hoping that they're the next ones to be laid off. Because when you go on unemployment, you finally get health insurance for yourself and your family. Yes. That's true. That's an actual direct quote from people who work there. I know you don't believe that. I know you find that hard to believe. People who work there are looking forward to the layoffs. Because finally they'll be able to cover their medications, their doctors, their whatever. But most interestingly, and I will leave you with this. Can you imagine the irony? Can you imagine the irony of the woman who went out of her way to get me fired from my job, blackmailed, lied, under oath? She begged the Marine Corps to release me because I wasn't gay enough. She's tried to cancel me in all possible ways. And Nazi Niles, Kami Karen, my Saigon stalker, she's not with Church Militant anymore. That's not official, but you heard it here first. 
Imagine chasing a homosexual across the country, leaving your husband, depriving your children of a father, just to hang out with a gay guy who was going to dispose of you anyway, because all relationships to a homo narcissist are transactional relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't pay to be a fag hag. There's not any reason to do it. Just say no to faggotry. Should I end the show on that? <laughs> Would that be the last word of Parrot Talk here on, on November 3rd? I'm not celebrating. I'm just smiling from ear to ear because the poetic justice is just so... I'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you for listening. This is the Crusade Channel. Always on there. Always online. Live talk radio the way it should be. Send me an email. media gmail.com. I'll see you on the rundown. We're doing it tomorrow, Saturday. For reasons that we'll explain. You can catch the whole rundown on the Crusade Channel. In the event we ever get censored, it's always there. Hey, send a thank you to the King Dude for everything he does keeping this place going and if you want can you send him like 250 bucks cheers have a great weekend i'll see you monday